What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at thepewterplank.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at the Pewter Plank, at jyarko underscore bucks, and at dh82 underscore bucks. Today we are doing a special show. Uh, it's it's kind of our way of doing a Mother's Day tribute. You know, we watch these players out on the field. We watch them on TV. We buy their jerseys. We follow them on Twitter. But there's so much more to the player than what we normally see. Usually, you know, the, the old saying behind every great man is a great woman. And we would like to feature one of those great women today. Uh, wife of Jacquez Rogers, Ms., Mrs. Samantha Rogers. Samantha, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing very well, very well. Excited to have you on. Excited to kind of do this. You know, it's it's a little something different. It's not something that our our listeners are used to hearing, and we thought it would be fun to kind of take them behind the scenes from your perspective and and get this thing rolling. So, but before we start off with anything else, why don't you give us a little background as to how you and Jacquez met? Okay. Uh, well, we met our freshman year of college. We both went to Oregon State. Um, so that would have been 2008. So 10 years, actually. And um, we met through mutual friends, actually. My, I, I, was, I was living in a dorm, and my dorm mates had asked, went over to his, oh, friended him on Facebook, actually. That's when Facebook just came out. And asked him for an autograph so they went over there and I didn't go and he had asked them to actually go out that night and so they were like oh you should come you should come and I was like ah no I have an 8 a.m lab tomorrow I don't think I'm gonna go and they're like no come so I did and I met him that night and it wasn't anything crazy we just talked but I had mentioned that I was kind of from around the area and he had remembered that. So a few days later, he had his brother, who also went to our school, James, um, call my friend and ask her if Quiz could have my number. And I said, oh, sure, okay. And not three minutes later, he had texted me. So the whole 48-hour rule totally went out the window. <laughs> so, yeah. So ever since then, we've been hanging out. It was That's not awesome. love at first sight. In fact, I thought he was way too short. In fact, I'm really tall. I'm taller than him. I probably shouldn't even say that, but <laughs> I'm what I'm five nine, and he's oh five six on a good day, I guess. But <laughs> so well, I'm like, definitely not. He's not for me. He's way too short. But here I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it all worked out in the end, and I mean. <laughs> His, his height is one of the things that's helped him have some success in, in the NFL, right? So, uh, totally. Uh, so what was your guys' first official date like? First official date. Um, actually, it was would have been Christmas break of that year. We He had to stay around because we made a bowl game, but um, which would have been in Arizona that year. So he had asked me, oh, let's go to the mall, and then let's go to the movies. So we went to the mall in Portland. I showed him totally out of Corvallis, where Oregon State is, is like the tiniest little town. He's from Houston area. So okay. he thought Corvallis was 
like the worst town ever. So I was like, okay, I need to get him totally out of Corvallis. So I took him to Portland and then we went and saw that night role models. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, love that movie. Yeah. Yes. It was hilarious. Um, and then actually it ended up snowing really bad. So we got, um, uh, tra- we had driven back to Corvallis, but I couldn't even go home that night. Cause it like, we had one of like Oregon's worst blizzards. <laughs> so mm. I had to stay at a friend's house that night and it was just, chaotic but i think that was one of his first times ever seeing snow too oh cool um so obviously you guys you guys dated for a little while right right when do you guys actually get married we actually just got married two years ago so we dated gosh what well we got married in 2016 so long time (laughs) okay nice well congratulations on the on the marriage then um thank you so yeah so what are the differences between being the girlfriend of a football player, like on campus. And then once you guys left campus and obviously the NFL stuff is going on in his, his career, like what are the different, the two biggest differences in your eyes and those two experiences in college and NFL or yeah. just um, being a girlfriend versus a wife, either. Well, both kind of or either one. Um, college, I would say no one really takes you seriously. You know, I mean, college is fun. It's, you know, there's not a lot of serious relationships. So I think that would probably be the main difference. But being a girlfriend versus a wife, you know, it's funny because I watch these shows and, um, you know, all these little things. And they always talk about how there's um, a difference between wives and girlfriends and fiancés and all that. And really within the circle or within being a girlfriend and a wife, there's really not, you know, I never felt, you know, we got drafted to Atlanta. I never felt like, gosh, I'm just a girlfriend or gosh, I'm, you know, whatever. Um, it's, it's not really like that. You know, once you start, I feel like the main thing with women in the league, you kind of keep to yourself until you start seeing the same faces over and over again. And then you kind of put yourself out there. So within the women, I don't think there's like a a difference, but when you get into like the fan side, I feel like that's when you get treated differently actually. And for example, um, our first year in Tampa, you know, like where all the bucks exit after the games, we were walking out of the family area and going to our car and quiz had stopped and took autographs and so I started talking to a couple people and this guy was like, well, who are you? And I was like, I'm his wife. He's like, wife or girlfriend, big difference. And I was like, wife. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. And then he totally spoke to me different after that. And it's, it's hmm. really interesting because, you know, you'd really, you really don't see that within like the women. Cause you know, we all start at girlfriends. It's not like we all, all, you know, you just get married. No, you, you're around a while. So, you know, we don't, treat people different now some organizations though are different like they'll have luncheons that are just for wives if you're a fiance or a or a girlfriend you're not invited so Hmm. i think it also probably depends on the team as well okay i mean i I I was yeah go ahead no i was gonna say i would imagine i don't know i mean yeah i mean it's all it's all support relationships right And, and that's important for the player obviously that support structure is obviously important and yeah, I mean, I don't run a franchise, so I guess I can't really speak about it. But. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's. Um, I've heard some stories about how, you know, 
wives and girlfriends are treated differently from the organization standpoint. And that's kind of crazy to me because, you know, there's people in the league that, you know, they've been boyfriend, girlfriend, gosh, for years, you know, Mm -hmm. and to me, that shouldn't be any different than, you know, maybe different if they were just a different girl every week or whatever. But if it's someone that's been around a long time, you have kids together, you have, I feel like there's just really no difference. Right. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely an organization standpoint too, that kind of creates a divide sometimes, but I haven't really experienced that. um, But I do know of some teams that are like that. Okay. And then talking about, uh, like you said, like having children and stuff, raising a family within, you know, the NFL structure. I mean, most, most people outside the NFL, you know, it's, it's hard to see beyond just the cameras and the, and the, and the famous people and the money and all that stuff. Um, but there's obviously challenges, right? There's challenges to every uh, walk of life. So uh, what are, what are some of those challenges of having an NFL family and what are even some of the benefits that maybe people don't know about? One of the challenges would be having to constantly move. If you were to ask my, we have three children, our oldest is seven and a half. And our second is she'll be three in a few days. And then we just had a baby in January. If you ask my oldest, she hates football because it takes her dad away all the time. He's gone a lot. And that would be probably one of the biggest challenges. He has to sacrifice, you know, we have to sacrifice. He's missed graduations, like her kindergarten graduation, he missed. He has missed soccer games and it's the little things that seem so little but they add up over time and you know my daughter remembers those things you know we FaceTime if he's gone or whatever but I would have to say hands down um, trying to get my children to our children to understand that that it's not his choice to miss things that would be one of the biggest challenges for sure Um, and then you know when they're little it's it it doesn't really matter when you move all the time, but our oldest, she's in first grade. And so half the year we spend in Tampa and half the year we spend our off season home is in Texas. So in January, every year we move back to Texas. So she splits half the year at one school and half the year at another school. And that is so hard for her to, um, you know, like switch teachers, um, she always comes back to the same schools, but, you know, it's, it's having to get back in with your friends again. And, you know, it's it's like starting over for her every six months, and that's really difficult on her. So that I, I think people don't realize that part. You know, most of us do not live full time where we play, and so most of us do move. Mm-hmm. And that would definitely be one of the hard parts. Um perks um we get to travel you know my uh we've gotten to live so many different places Atlanta Chicago Tampa and um it's really cool for my children to get to see all those different places because they're all totally different um areas people are different so that is really fun traveling for away games is really cool I you know, I don't go to every away game, but I do go to the ones that I have a good friend on the other team, like his wife or something. Um, I always go to those ones, and uh, that's 
probably like one of my favorite parts. Um, going to games, obviously, is fun. You just get to meet so many different people. You know, it's cool because, well, we've been on three different teams now. And I feel like I have a friend in almost every single state. You know, we're all from totally somewhere completely different from the next person. And so it's really cool. You get to meet people from all over the place. And that's, you know, everyone was raised so different. People's stories are so different. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's that's incredible. And and my youngest is actually seven, and I can't even fathom having to to try to have him split his school year between two different cities all the time. I, you know, that <laughs> poor girl. Um, <laughs> yeah. Out, outside of. I'm sorry. I said she'll probably never let us live it down. I'm sure she's oh, hanging no. over our heads. One hundred percent. Outside of of kind of the the moving back and forth between wherever you're playing at the time, of course, the past few years it's been uh, it's been Tampa, and then and then your your home base in Texas. How are, how is life different at home and and for you personally? in season and out of season, you know, when, when quiz is having to play and, and practice and all that, I mean, it's a lot of the burden I'm sure kind of falls on you, you know, taking care of the, of the three kids and, and getting all that stuff taken care of. But, you know, outside of that kind of, what are, what are some of the biggest difference that a lot of people wouldn't think about in their day to day? That's, that's so drastically different maybe for you, whether or not it's in season or out of season. Well, yeah, in season, you know, he leaves the house for practice every day so early. So I, when he gets up and leaves, none of us are awake yet. So I get up the kids, I get them to school, I pick them up from school, I um, give them baths that night. I, I literally do everything by myself. Um I know, like, I don't like to complain because there's a lot of people in the same boat, but it's super hard when it's by myself every day. Um, he tries to do little things that make it easier for me, but, um, you know, it's it's a lot to do by yourself off-season. I really look forward to that. Um, I He gets the kids up for school every day. In fact, funny little thing about him is he does hair really well. <laughs> so he does our daughter's <laughs> hair every day for school. And like, he's so much better than I am. His mom is amazing at hair. So like, I feel like she taught him. But um, something probably no one would even think about him. But just having him around to put, he puts the girls to bed and reads them a story every single night um, off season. You know, he does a bunch of little things because he misses so much during season. Mm -hmm. So it's really just like the little things I would say, you know, Um, during season, sometimes he's not even home for dinner. If they have like an event or, which is usually at least once a week, if not more. And um, so even just having him sit at the dinner table with us is like, refreshing and it's nice I feel whole again off season I feel whole you know oh sure sure yeah um yeah I've I've mentioned it on on this show a couple of times my wife and I work completely opposite schedules I get up at 2 30 in the morning 
get home sometime between 10 and 12, take a nap. When I wake up, she's gone for work and she doesn't get home until about one thirty in the morning. So we, oh, wow. you know, yeah. It, and yeah, it's, it's that you have to find that balance and it's like some days are harder than others. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, in, in your case, of course, those, you know, those missed moments are all clumped together, whereas the together moments are all clumped together. So it's like the the best and, and worst just all at the same time. There's no, it doesn't seem like there's oh, any no, break for you in between. No, uh-uh, not at all. One thing that Quiz and I always make sure to do like during season is, you know, Fridays, they have half days at work, which is really nice. And then um, they usually don't have to go in till later on Saturday and they stay in the hotels on Saturday. So every Friday we have a date night, just us two, because you literally would get lost. You wouldn't, I, I would never see him. I would never see him alone if we didn't do that. So every Friday, that's like our tradition is to do something together. Even if it's di- dinner, movie, we bowl, we do whatever, but we always make sure to do something Friday. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So what kind of, of personal ventures do you get into? Like what's, what's kind of your, your passion that you like to focus your, your energy on? You you have, you have the kids at home and, and every, every parent knows that, you know, you, you can love your kids just unconditionally, but every (laughs) adult needs that adult thing where, you Uh know, it's, there's adult conversation or there's a, a passion that you want to pursue. So what, what kind of things like that do you, do you like to dive headfirst into? Well, um, right now, currently, I'm not doing too much just because I just had a baby, but my degree is in social work, and um, that is really my passion. In fact, um, this this off season, I've worked. I've been working on getting my um, application together for grad school. That's my next step. I really would love to go get my master's and be done with that. Um, things that I enjoy doing without my kids. I work out. Um, I'm really into that. And then also my husband, he has a foundation and I, I do a lot of work with that right now. I'm super busy almost every single day with, we put on two, well, this year we have two camps. We do one in his hometown, Rosenberg, Texas. And then I'm really excited because this year we're expanding it to my home in Oregon and we're having a football camp there. So that's actually taking up a lot of my time planning and getting all that together because it's actually a lot of work. So I work a lot on this foundation right now. Um, I dive headfirst into that, I guess you could say. It keeps me busy and it kind of gives me a purpose outside of my home life. That's great. Is there, a, is there like a website or anything for his foundation that people can, people can go visit and yeah. check out information about? Yeah, it's it's just quiz32rogers.com. Pretty easy to remember. And uh, right now, um, sign-ups are going on. We're advertising. And then also what we do is during Christmas time, we um, uh, give back to a lot of the families here in his hometown. So, you know, last year was really hard around here after Hurricane Harvey. And so it was really cool to be able to help so many families last year, but we've been doing that for a couple of years now too. So that's another big part of its foundation. So it does keep me busy year round. I have summer things and winter things to do with it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. It's always great to have something, uh, you know, outside the house or even outside the the workplace. Like I, I know James and I each have things that we, we like to do in our off time just to, you know, just kind of have that minute away from the normality of everything else. So 
that's really cool that you, you can get involved in all those. Good luck in your in your in your graduate degree too. Hopefully, uh, that goes well Thank for you. you. Um, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm excited. Yeah. Are you are you gonna actually are you gonna go to Oregon State for that, or do you have is there a different school you're looking at for that? Um, I'm looking at UH University of Houston because it's right here, um, close to our home. And um, but I I need to look for an online program because um, I mean obviously it's year round and I won't be here year round so. Right. Uh, I definitely need to. I I would love to go to Oregon State for that, but going usually you have to go back for a class every month or something, and that just wouldn't be feasible really right now. Yeah, on campus requirements <laughs> would be would be hard to yeah. satisfy. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then do you have any uh like I don't know like I know you you were talking about quiz and, and his his hair talent, which is obviously something unique that most people probably didn't know. But you have any other, like fun anecdotes or, or anecdotes or anything that you can. You can share with us that he wouldn't be mad at you for. <laughs> um, Quiz is so superstitious. Like <laughs> he does the same thing day in and day out. So every single game day, we have the exact same conversation before the game, word for word. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Can you can you replay it or would that be like would that? <laughs> um, well, I'm a little superstitious like, myself, so I'm not even like making fun of him. Like I'm I'm seriously if that would ruin the mojo, I don't even yeah. want to go into it. Like we've really had to even work on um, like he gets dressed the exact same way too. Like nice. putting on from putting on his socks to his suit to everything. Like I. It's like, it cracks me up watching him, but I like try not to say anything because I know how he is. And if yeah. he gets interrupted, <laughs> he like has to start from the beginning. So yeah. it's like crazy. But no, I mean, it's it's not it's our conversations are nothing crazy, but it it just it goes with his flow of how the game day works. He listens to the exact same playlist. He texts me at the exact same time in his playlist. Like it's. It's really extreme. <laughs> All right. So I don't so, we're gonna get off topic here a little bit. Do you, have you ever watched Modern Family? Oh yeah. <laughs> have you have you seen the episode? Uh there's an episode where Cam is coaching his high school football team and like I don't know, I can't remember the whole base of but basically like, he had a win. So in order to re- replicate the win, he did the same thing. Uh pretty much similar to what you're talking about. But the problem is like at the very end of his routine, he stubs his toe really bad on the wall. Or something. So every game day, he's literally doing the same thing where he's stubbing his toe up against the wall. It's just nuts. <laughs> that would probably be quiz if something crazy happened like that. He'd be like, "Oh, we got to do that again." I'm like, "Oh gosh, okay." All right. Let's hope, like, if, if, like, say the Bucks have to win Super Bowl this year, let's hope he doesn't yeah. like trip down a flight of stairs before the Super Bowl because then every Sunday he want to trip down a flight of stairs, and that wouldn't be safe, obviously. So. Oh, that would be so bad. No. <laughs> that would be awful, but. Gosh, with his superstition, who knows? He he would do it again, right. and again, and again. I mean, Super Bowl would be nice, but let's that let's would cut be really the... nice. Where is it in Atlanta this year? I think uh, so. Actually. I don't even know off the top of my head. To be honest with you, <laughs> I want to say that it is. Yeah, because they just got the new stadium. I think that's kind of part of the deal. Is as soon as yeah. you get a new stadium, you get it the Super Bowl the following season. Yeah, I think it is there. Yeah, yeah, oh. that'd be nice. I'm hoping nothing would be sweeter. Or- so close one year and I just I want to get back so bad. <laughs> uh 
to have Quiz and and Cutter and Smith win a Super Bowl in that stadium, that would be all. Yeah. That would be fantastic. that would be pretty nice. And Brent, we don't forget Brent too. NFC, oh, and yeah, Brent, yeah. We lost in the NFC Championship in that. Well, not the new stadium, but the old stadium there. So it'd be nice. That was the 49ers game, wasn't it? Oh, it was so brutal. We were up like 17 to zero. I think I hands that. down, still to this day, it was the most heartbreaking moment I've had in football, probably. Yeah, I remember watching oh, that with, with my brother-in-law because he's a huge Niners fan. He was born out in California. Oh, okay. Okay, so. yeah. Oh, I'm sure he was stoked. <laughs> Oh, that, yeah. was, uh, that was the worst it was I couldn't even like I mean no offense to your brother-in-law but gosh 49er <laughs> fans are pretty bad <laughs> they are oh no offense taken <laughs> they're they're pretty bad not as not as bad as the Bengals fans that I'm surrounded by but Niners fans can be oh, pretty brutal gosh. yeah no I think I guess every fan base has you know yeah. Bucks fans are pretty fun Chicago fans they're all diehards win or lose oh yeah but yeah everyone has a kind of a different fan base but makes it fun all right well samantha before we let you go we'd like to hit you with a few fun rapid fire questions nothing too crazy or too deep um but yeah i have i have six of them lined up so we're just gonna go ahead and knock these out just one after another if, if you're up for it okay all right, number one, with Avengers Infinity War being so huge right now, we have to know who's your favorite superhero. Wonder Woman. Nice. That was such a that good movie. Big... Yes, it was. It was so good. Finally, women are represented, too, so I'm really happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. Well, and, and uh, there will be Ant-Man and the Wasp, so there will be another female superhero movie coming out over the summer. Um, so number. Number two, who is your favorite musical artist or band? Oh, that's a really hard one. Favorite musical <laughs> artist or band? I'm going to have to go with Sam Smith. He's so oh. good. His voice is gorgeous. <laughs> Actually, I really like John Legend. I'm going to take that back. I'm going to have to go with yeah. John Legend. I'm a big John Legend fan, too. Oh, yeah. He He's was. And I love his wife. Oh yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, John Legend was born near where I live, actually. Oh really? Cool. Yeah, he's from uh, Oakwood, Ohio. Okay, all right. Yeah, I remember he was from Ohio. I have no idea what parts. I've never been to Ohio, so. <laughs> oh well, are you are you coming to the the Bengals game this season? I might. I might. I still. I'm still trying to figure out which away games I'm going to go to. Don't he? He's going to try to talk you into eating Skyline Chili. So no, I definitely. Won't. No, that's <laughs> definitely that's not do it. Just for you, David. But <laughs> David and I will both be at that at that Bengals game. <laughs> okay. Well, then I might have to come up. Oh, that'd be fun. But I promise I won't make you eat Skyline Chili. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> if it's good, I I might want it. I love it. It's a local thing. People that aren't okay. from the area aren't really used to it because it's not chili in the sense that most people think of chili. It's more of it's a it's a hot dog topping. It's so it's okay. Not, this is I'm gonna flip it just for a second. 
How are you guys Bucks fans not living in Tampa? Are you from Tampa originally? Oh, that's a very interesting question that I never have a good answer to. I'll let James go first. <laughs> I am a Buccaneers fan because right after my parents got married, they moved to St. Pete where my dad went to uh, what used to be known as St. Petersburg Junior College. So my oldest sister was born in St. Pete. My parents lived there for a few years, and it just so happened that while they were there, the Buccaneers became a team. Tampa got the bid for the expansion team, in, and so my dad was there for the inaugural season and all that. So he was always he was a he grew up a Cowboys fan, and then the Bucks were his second oh. team just because he watched all the hype and all the excitement and in that area. And they still go back and vacation there for two weeks every year. And then once Jerry Jones bought the Cowboys and fired uh, Tom Landry, my dad said, I will never root for that team ever, ever again. And the Buccaneers were his number one team. So that's just how I grew up. You know, I grew up where the the favorite football team in our household was the Buccaneers. So I just, I wanted to be like dad. And that's, that's the team that I was rooting for. Interesting. So mine's a little more complicated. Um, I mean, it isn't, it isn't really at the end of the day, but so, okay. So first, so first thing about my family, my father's in the army and he retired in Colorado. Well, the majority of my childhood, either he was uh, away during the the Gulf war uh, period, or he was in uh, school for the army and stuff like that. And we also spent a good amount of time in Germany. So obviously there's no American football back then in Germany. You only had one American channel and it was hardly ever played. You just watched whatever was, whatever they chose to broadcast. So there was no options. Um, so my father's a Buckeyes fan. However, he does not have an NFL team. For example, if you were to force him to pick favorite teams, he would tell you the Vikings and the Packers, which makes no sense. So it just kind <laughs> no, of shows <laughs> how much he really doesn't care about NFL football. He's, he's very much a college guy, which is why I'm a Buckeyes fan, um, which is funny because James is from Ohio and he's not a Buckeyes fan. Oh, um, guys. So, when he retired from the Army in Colorado, that's really the first opportunity he and I had to go to games together. And we went to a train. I can't remember. Scott Smith and I actually I had this conversation uh, last time he was in Buffalo. And he remembered the year. I can't remember the year. It was like 94, 95, I think. Uh, the Broncos had open training camps. So we went and I was going around getting autographs. You know, I was, I was, oh, I must have been 12, 13 at the time. Um, and I'm in line to get John Elway's autograph. Well, they had a 15-minute period after the practice uh, with the Cardinals, actually, I remember, that they were doing autographs for. So the clock hits 15 minutes, and I'm like two kids away from John Elway. John finishes the signature he's doing or the autograph he's doing, hands the book back, waves to the crowd, and says, all right, guys, thanks, you know, walks away. Me as a kid, oh. like even as a kid, I was kind of like, oh, you know, the clock ran out, that sucks, maybe next time. My dad was irate. Like, <laughs> how dare you leave all these children without autographing every single one? You know, like, so yeah. I don't know, uh, you know. So anyway, so later that season, we go to a game, and it's my first live NFL game. So truth be told, my favorite football team of all time is the Frankfurt Galaxy because that was the football team I watched as a child in NFL, or uh, the World League actually is what it was at the time. So that's actually my favorite football team. So I don't know. I'm probably getting unfollowed by a lot of people. But, um, so the first live NFL game I get to go to in Denver is against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And my father, like, we're going to the game, and it's, we're, not, we're not rooting for the Broncos because I don't like John Elway. So we root for the Buccaneers. Oh. And I mean, that I don't know, that's my first live NFL game with my father. Uh, unfortunately, um, I actually followed in his footsteps. So I move a lot and I'm not really home that much. So we don't really have a lot of 
game experiences together. So that's one that definitely stuck out and it just it stuck. Um, it helped that I think two years later they drafted work done. Uh, running back is actually my favorite position to evaluate. And work done was my favorite uh, running back coming out the year that he came out. So that kind of just like I already liked the Bucks just because of that experience. Then when work done with Tampa, that pretty much just sealed the deal for me. Interesting. That's really. I've cool. actually never stepped poor foot John in the LA. state of Florida. Yeah, poor. I don't really? think John only yeah. cares. Yeah, which is no, funny because I'll wear. Was that? No, definitely he doesn't. No. <laughs> I was saying he um, doesn't care. <laughs> no, he pretty much owns Colorado, <laughs> so I don't think he it doesn't bother him <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, but it's funny because I'll be wearing Buccaneer stuff, you know, shirt, hat, or hoodie, or whatever, and someone will walk up to me, like, "Oh man, I'm from Tampa. I'm from you know the area of uh, St. Petersburg." Like, "Oh man, how long has it been since you've been home?" I'm like, I've never been to Florida, so <laughs> I probably That's lost crazy. a lot of listeners right now, James. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Sorry for that. Yeah, well, I'll just find a new co-host. <laughs> so, yeah. Samantha will be the new Locked On Bucks co-host. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, that that would probably work, but I mean, give me some credit to be a Buccaneers <laughs> fan, not from Florida, like. I mean, oh, yeah. can, you, can you really doubt my loyalty no, and my dedication? <laughs> it's funny because I feel like I've met quite a few people like that for like for the Bucks organization. That's like the first time, like out in Oregon, I'll run into random Bucks fans, and it, it'll be because I, you because they won a Super Bowl and like they were kids during that time, so it's like the first real Super Bowl they remember or something like that. It's interesting because I feel like I know a lot of Bucks fans like that. We're an interesting group. Yeah. We are. We're resilient. Because away games are really fun. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's usually a good crowd in the at the Cincinnati games. I've been to three three games in Cincinnati. Um and yeah, there's usually a pretty good pretty good Bucks representation there. Yeah. Last year I went to or the first season we were with Tampa, I went to um the San Diego game when we played at San Diego. Oh, I promise yeah. you, Tampa fans were way louder than San Diego fans were there. That was like so much fun. All right. Well, we're, we'll dive back into, uh, into the list real quick here, oh, and yeah. we will ask you your guilty pleasure TV show. Ooh, guilty pleasure would have to be I Love Beat or Homeland, but I guess those really aren't that bad. I really love anything on HGTV, too. I feel like on my my other personality, I could have been, like, an interior decorator. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, my yeah. wife watches all those shows. Yeah. But Homeland is totally my show. I, I've never seen it. What? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Go start from the beginning. Let me know how it goes. You will love it. Okay. Isn't it the one where the Fair soldier enough. comes home, like brainwashed or something? Yes. Yeah. I've heard of that. I've never watched it. Oh, my gosh. It is so good. <laughs> Just, like, give right. the first season a chance. Just give it a chance. As long as I can track it down on, on Netflix or Amazon Prime, I'll I'll give it a shot. Okay. I think it, I think it is on – I know the first couple of seasons have to be on Netflix, I think. So that's Sweet. how I started it. All right. What is your favorite vacation spot? This could be like a childhood vacation spot somewhere that you and Quiz take the kids. Just if you could only go to one place on vacation for the rest of your life, like what's the one place that you would you would choose? 
Ooh, um, I love Jamaica. Ooh. Yeah, Jamaica would have to be it. All right. It's so much fun. We went there on our honeymoon, and we're going there again in June. I'm super excited. What is your ideal Mother's Day dinner? It could be from a restaurant. It could be something homemade. Like, it, it could be, like, the only meal that you get to request for the rest of your life, and everything could be exactly the way you want it. Like, entree, dessert, beverage, what would it be? Okay. Um, I love anything. I would have to go with a spicy salmon with broccolini. And then I would have to go with, gosh, any type of drink with rum in it. (laughs) I'm a rum drinker. I quite... Uh, a lot tweet about rum so you probably already know that about me and um that's probably it salmon and rum (laughs) that sounds delicious our our family eats a lot of seafood so well yeah especially down in in tampa Ooh, the seafood you can get down there is just so good oh yeah it's delicious and finally, our last one, what is your absolute favorite part of being a mother? Um, I think being a mom, I mean, it literally shows, it teaches you unconditional love, I would say. You love them day in and day out, hard times. They're hilarious. They keep you on your toes. I mean, just everything, like being able to show them, like, you know, how you grew up and, and I, just getting, like, they love you no matter what. And I think that's, like, one of the coolest things. They think you're, like, the coolest person in the world and you're really not. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely got to be my favorite thing. When they think 15, I'm cooler than quiz. See, everyone thinks quiz is really cool, and my kids think I'm way cooler than him. So I, I really dig that. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> All right. Well, Samantha, thank you so, so much for some of your time tonight. We really appreciate it. It's, it's really been a lot of fun talking with you. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was oh. fun. I loved it. <laughs> oh, it was, it was our pleasure, and hopefully we can have you again on uh, – on you know maybe during the season and and check in or hopefully we uh we'll get the chance to see you down in cincinnati if you decide to make that one of your trips okay sounds good i'm gonna hold you to that then <laughs> all right all right thanks. have a good evening thanks, thanks you too okay bye that was samantha rogers wife of buccaneers running back jaquiz rogers joining us for our special Mother's Day episode, and we certainly appreciate her coming on. Until next time, make sure you're checking out everything that we're doing over at thepewterplank.com, and make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at thepewterplank, at jayarco underscore bucks, and at dh82 underscore bucks. Thank you all so much for joining us. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there listening. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day, and thanks so much for joining us right here at LockedOnBucks.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.